Welcome to the Beekeeper Confidential mini episode where I share tales from my apiary and my own beekeeping experiences. I had a really awesome day today. I went out to my apiary in Westland, Oregon and set to do the first round of samples for the Be Informed Partnerships Sentinel Apiary Program. If you recall the episode where I talk with the Rhode Island beekeepers, Scott and Cindy, they participate in the program and they planted the little seed and I decided that I would try it out too. And as part of being in the journey level for the Oregon Master Beekeeper Program, I get points for participating in the program. Now, it cost me $275 to participate. So it's not cheap, but I think it will be a really good experience for me. It it feels good to participate in some research. So I got my kit in the mail a few weeks ago and it came with basically a grade sheet to evaluate each hive. It came with labels to label each hive. So the hive label has to match the sample label on the jar for each sample that I take. And then it comes with a funnel and the sample jars. And so I went out today to gather my first samples. I didn't have enough time to do all four hives that are participating. So I did the first two and then I'll get the other two in a couple of days. But the first hive that I opened up to sample is one that's overwintered two years with me. And I've made three splits off of it. And usually the bees are pretty easy to work with. I mean, some of them will like leap out at me, but normally they're okay. But my God, today they were crazy. And I didn't like my smoker beforehand because usually springtime bees are really, you know, pretty gentle and I haven't really had too many issues. But I think that probably some critter was harassing these bees at night or something because they were just out for blood. They were, they stung my boot. They were coming at me by the dozens. So I went and lit my smoker really quick and then I came back and used some smoke which helped a little tiny bit but not a lot. Um, And you know the colony is growing and so it's just full of bees which is great. It's what I love to see but it makes it a little more intimidating to work with. So I find the frame that I want to take the sample from and of course I make sure the queen's not on it and I have a little table set up where I have a large bowl that I'm going to shake the frame of bees into and then go pop the frame back in the hive, come back and get my sample. So I did that and the bowl that I used worked really well. So I shook the bees into it and then I got my cup and I had my sample jar and my funnel ready to go. So I started putting my bees into the sample jar, which it wasn't terrible, but the funnel itself doesn't really fit down into the neck of the jar. And so I had to hold it on there so it wouldn't fall over. And of course, I didn't want to tip over the jar because it had the the solution in it that the bees needed to be in. But I think for the first time, it went really well. I might be saying a whole nother thing about it this fall when I'm doing sampling during dearth and yellow jacket season. But anyways, I got my sample from that first hive and then I put the hive back together. And then I realized I used the wrong sample jar. So each jar 
like I said earlier, has its label that has to match the hive. So I got that part wrong, but I'll just, I'll relabel it. I'll, I'll put a note on it so the people that are analyzing my samples will know it was a beekeeper fuck up <laughs> and it happens. And then I sampled one other hive and this is the a daughter colony from the one that I just inspected. And again, the hive was full of bees and they were so nice. They were really easy to work with and I was able to get the sample really quickly and easily. And it was a really pleasant experience. I checked on splits that I made uh, April 1st. I made splits from the the hive that was really angry today. Um, I made two splits from there. And the last time I checked them, the queen cells had hatched. So I, I had one that made one queen cell and the other made two queen cells. And they had all, all hatched. But I didn't see eggs in one of them. And then in the other, I saw eggs, but it was mostly drone. So I thought, well, maybe she's just, you know, trying to get the hang of this laying egg thing. So when I went back in today, I was hopeful to find eggs in the colony that didn't have eggs before. Unfortunately, no eggs. So I have no idea what happened to either of the queens that they made. So I sort of left that hive alone for a few minutes and then I went and opened the other one that I had seen eggs in before and there were more eggs but again it was a lot of drone brood and I did see the queen she's kind of small and I can't help but think that it was just bad weather when she went on her mating flight because you know, we've, we had a lot of rain and it was pretty cool and in the month of April but she was there but the colony was in the process of requeening. So one of the frames that I had made this split up with had a row of empty swarm cells along the bottom of the frame. And each one of those had either an egg or a larva with royal jelly in it. So I took that and I put it in the other hive that didn't have any eggs at all, just to expedite their process of requeening. Now I'm going to check the other hive that had the queen again when I go out next week just to see is her laying improving at all because I looked closely at the frames and I could see there was eggs in the worker cells, young larvae, no capped brood, no capped worker brood yet. Um, but I want to see how she does. Maybe she just needed a little bit of time. Um, and then if it ends up that they still don't like her, if she's underperforming, then I'll either combine them with another colony or give them a queen. So that's what happened with those hives. And while I'm out there doing this, I get a swarm notification, which is the first one of the season that I've actually been available to go and get. And luckily, the location where the swarm was at was just a few miles from where my apiary was. So I get in the car and I always have my swarm catching gear loaded up in my car, ready to go like April 1st. So I drove over and it was at a daycare and the swarm had landed in a pine tree that sits over their playground. And so from the time that 
the cluster of bees landed on the tree and the time that I got there was about 30 minutes. So when I arrived, the bees had pretty much just gotten there and I was able to get it because I had one of my cool swarm catching tools, which is a those big water cooler jugs uh, attached to an extendable rod. So this one can get up to 15 feet long. So I was able to use that and the swarm was only maybe 10 feet high and I was able to get a clear shot of them. So I laid a white sheet down on the ground under the swarm. I got my transportation swarm bucket ready and I just started getting the bees. And it was actually pretty easy. It went fairly quickly. Uh, the bees were pretty excited about the smell of the bucket because I've had lots of swarms in it before. So even on the first dump of bees that I put with it, they went running into it. And then at some point during the process, I was adjusting the sheet that I had laid on the ground and I didn't see it, but there was a little bee in there and I grabbed it and I got stung right in the palm of my hand. And oh my God, it freaking hurt. I've had other stings like on my fingers before and those just like they hurt, but this was, wow, really got me. Um, and also I took a big step today and I I did the swarm catch without any gloves. I really wanted to do it that way. And I'm glad that I did, even though I got stung. I'm glad that I took that step because I feel like I want to be more comfortable with my bees without, you know, wearing all the armor and all the gear. I want to build that level of confidence. And so this was a really, really big step for me. I'm happy about it. Because this was at a daycare, there were children watching and their teachers were there and they were all lined up along the fence watching me do this. And it was great because they were asking lots of questions and I could chat with them while I waited for the bees to settle between each of my attempts to, you know, shake them from the tree with my bucket. And it was really a fun experience. I like talking to kids about bees and I like going to classrooms. I visited two classrooms this week. I went and visited all of the kindergartners at uh, Rose City Park Elementary School in Portland. And they were great. And the teacher was amazing. I, I went and talked with her class last year. And so she had me back again this year. Only this year, we had activity stations. I did a presentation in their auditorium. And the kids got to taste raw honey from one of my hives. They got to play with my beekeeping tools. They got to try on my suit. Well, I, had, I had a couple of suits that I brought that they got to try on. They didn't get to try on like my actual suit. I don't let anybody wear that. But it was really a lot of fun. And, you know, what the teachers were saying is the kids just never get to do anything like that. They don't really get to experience bees from that point of view in the outside world. And that really gets me thinking about, you know, the next generation of beekeepers. They're our kids. So if you're listening to this and you have the opportunity to go and talk to a classroom full of kids about bees, do it. It's so worth it. It's really a lot of fun. So after I did the presentation for the kindergartners, later in the week, I went to uh, my kids' elementary school and talked to all of their second grade group. 
my kids are in the third grade now and I would go and talk to their kindergarten class and then their second grade class. Uh, but this time I talked to their peers and they watched the Swarm Chaser movie that I did with my friend Max. And I brought honey and I brought my photo hive and some of my tools. And it was awesome because they had questions prepared ahead of time. They had a, a list of questions for me and they were really smart questions. And the kids were genuinely curious. It wasn't like, oh, some speakers here and now we're just going to listen to them. They were really engaged and I, I was energized by that. All right, guys. Until next time, may the buzz be with you. Happy beekeeping. <laughs>